Hello everyone, this is Rob jumping in at the start again to remind you that the Orpheus Protocol is live on Kickstarter right now. We've met several stretch goals already and are inching closer and closer to yet more, so please follow the link in the show notes or visit kickstarter.com and search for the Orpheus Protocol and lend your support. With your help, this game will become everything that it was meant to be. In our previous episode, during their investigation of the abandoned research facility, our operatives hear a strange sound in the night. Trying to peer under the barracks door, Delson is attacked by an unnaturally aggressive ant. Delson and Christian are uncertain who was awake at what time during the final watches of the night, but all seems well as the cell departs to survey the residential site deeper in the woods. Throughout the day, members of the team are beset by strange, unexplainable emotional reactions to seemingly unrelated phenomena, Delson in particular seeming vulnerable to this effect. But these concerns are set aside as the team discovers an active Orpheus research group at the mansion doing scientific work, with neither team having been briefed on the other's existence. As the teams try to compare notes, however, Delson's memories and present experience seem to blend with and intrude upon one another, leaving them profoundly uncertain as to what's truly happening. You stand to lose two sanity. This is something that you have passed something as bad or worse, so you automatically pass the check, but you okay. still have the potential for damage. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll drop a spiritual strain on that. So, take none of that damage. Yeah, so that happened. Um, Are you all right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, there's been a couple moments where we're experiencing some uh, uh, intrusions, I guess is a word for it. Um, they might, maybe they relate to that communique I tried to send on that radio message. Uh, but there's been some pretty intense embodiment of, of memories of different kinds. And uh, hmm. just sort of had a flash. <sighs> a hell of a flash. Well... Davidson says, I assume the sooner you wrap up whatever you need to do, you will be able to be uh, debriefed, checked out by someone. We have meager facilities here if you're feeling poorly. But yeah, let's let's figure out what's going on here with your operation versus ours, yeah, if you don't yeah, mind. That sounds like a good idea to me. Over the course of the discussion, we're like kind of laying things out. I assume you guys... Is it, well, okay, I should, I should ask, is there anything that you specifically want to keep back from this team? Or are you just going to tell them, like, the Notes version of what you've been up to? Well, unless they stomp on Gerard's foot, he trusts them, so he's going to tell them everything. Well, right, and if you do choose to keep something off, you're going to have to stealthily communicate. Right, I, I definitely think that also Christian is kind of being the company man. Once he heard... The colon response, you know, that Delson heard the colon response and it was all, you know, copacetic. Then he's kind of like, oh, okay, I guess there was a, you know, an error in paperwork and now there's two teams. Doing different missions. Ex exactly. Or doing the same mission, but from opposite sides of the page. Delson? Right. Delson doesn't know shit. I don't think of any reason that they would keep anything back unless they were picking something up on right, of course, on a face that indicated like whoa, or someone hold said on. something that doesn't make sense, and you yeah, like, exactly, mm, that draws me to a bad conclusion. So you more or less lay out what you have been tasked with doing and what's going on, and the research team informs you that they 
have nothing to do with that facility because they've been doing direct observations. It just makes more sense to set up right here at the Weiss estate because apparently laced through the entire structure of the Weiss estate where it was burned and collapsed in on itself somehow within the very walls and support beams and things like that at like a microfilament level in some places more like veins of metal in the earth in others there is tissue somehow that has been heavily invaded and subsumed by a fungal gestalt entity very similar to what you described infecting the research team that was left in cryo storage back at the other facility. And they've been studying these fungus for quite some time. They've been out here for months. Uh, they've actually had like shore leave and stuff during this mission. It's been so long. And apparently there are chemical elements within this fungus that are not recognizable to the conventional periodic table and apparently in terms of eldritch and medical applications the sky's the limit the team seems to harbor a cautious optimism that they may be sitting on a cure for a bunch of diseases or some kind of fountain of youth and that's what they've been working on is gene sequencing and in every other biological way cataloging the properties of this fungal event that is a doozy yeah that's why we're still out here yeah and, and you don't have any sense for the the source of this well i mean aside from that 1969 event yeah that's it seems to be strongest in the cellar or what was the cellar according to the plans that we have yeah uh here's the problem every time okay. we take this stuff away in samples it more or less evaporates on a cellular level it just shrivels and dies and carbonizes so there's like a an area a, mm-hmm. a, a perimeter and once you're through there it just disappears it doesn't seem to do well it has something to do with these other elements that we have yet to fully fully define they don't seem stable when you take them too far away and that's ultimately what we're working on is trying to stabilize them okay because, I mean, we've got good stuff here, but there are more sophisticated facilities that we would love to get a look at this stuff at. Right, If we right. could. Yeah, it seems like, based on what we've experienced, cold does does some. I'm sure you've tried cold, though. It's not like it's particularly Yeah, it extends novel. the range, but not long enough to get anything meaningful done with yeah. it. Right. And, uh, James... Are you, are you picking up anything weird in the, the Eldritch environment around here? What's What's been your read on the whole thing? Echoes. Echoes is what I'm picking up. Um, there were certainly big things that happened many decades ago in this area, and residue everywhere. It is like fallout. I assume both from the chemical uniqueness and also the physical improbability of the uh, structure of the fungus, that it is the result of whatever was deemed necessary to uh, expunge with lethal force back in 1969. Okay, how's that squaring up with your assessment of things, Christian? Yeah, this is uh, this is very good data. I uh, I would like to say that I agree on most of these points. Perhaps, uh, uh, Delson, what uh, what is our sample that we took before we left the facility doing? Is it the same? 
uh, mixture. The the sample of uh, fungus is that what you're asking about? No, it's a sample of um, of the, yeah. the water. Yes, is a is a little slimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the snail slime, yes, the bug slime, yes. slug slime. Yes, they're uh, all kind of looking at you a little bemused. We have fun. Uh, <laughs> and I pull out the sample. Yeah, it it remains like common sediment, like nothing abnormal about it. If you want to go ahead and check it with their equipment here, which they're more than happy to let you do. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the, uh, where I was going with that. Are we sort of given space to like get a little bit of alone time while we're running this analysis, or are they sort of breathing down our necks? Sure, so... The process of actually fully comparing notes rather than just the bullet point version is probably going to take, realistically, a couple of days at least. Mm -hmm. So when you guys kind of break to sort of fulfill your different functions and pursue your lines of questioning, it's kind of a social engineering thing. It's a communal workspace, but if you want to kind of take a certain bit of equipment to use and sort of maybe make a screen of bodies and remove yourselves to the side and stuff and make it so that there's kind of a group that's just you guys discussing something, but unobtrusively so, that would be a hybrid presence deception check. Okay, I can mess with that just to, to try yeah. to get us a little bit of space because there's a conversation I think needs to happen between us. Very good. So yeah, we'll go ahead and, and do that to give yourself the opportunity to have that discussion unobserved, if that's what I assume you would like. Yeah. Hey, that's a plus two on the dice. Good start. So that's a five. Uh, let's take it to a six just to be safe. So I'm now down to four spiritual strain. All right. So it takes a while but you're quite subtle about it and eventually you find yourselves with a seemingly naturally occurring opportunity to speak amongst the three of you without anyone else being right there yeah uh so uh, the the longer we're here the more we talk to them the more i'm thinking about the message that was being sent out on the radio uh telling you know warning us not to not to listen to them not to trust them um and and there's a lot of talk about the the children's cries and uh oh, does it seem off base to any of you to, to wonder if maybe that they they're talking about the fungus it's you know? possible because it's being taken out and it's dying oh yeah maybe the fungus is who you are talking to maybe some sort of fungus uh eldritch entity could be maybe i mean if we go into the basement where you know fungus you know let's say like the damp and the cold if they go into the basement um we can see what we can see i can check on the other side you know yeah yeah uh i just i want to reiterate that i'm as worried about this crew as i am about the fungus so the longer we're here the more i'm thinking about what the radio was saying uh, about not trusting them and uh, or, or telling us not to listen to them. Uh, you know, it makes me think that maybe they're talking about this group that, that we're, we're encountering now. And it also mentioned something about the cries of children. And I'm wondering if maybe this is completely off base, but do you think it's talking about the fungus? You know, it's, it's being carried away in the experimenting on it, trying to find how to make sure it doesn't die, but they're subjecting it in that effort to circumstances that lead it to its death. Yeah, this is a good thought. Yeah, uh, perhaps 
perhaps there's some fungus entity that is living here that we might see perhaps in the cellar. Uh, they like cold and damp places. Perhaps uh, I go to the other side and we will see. Yeah. I mean, these are our these are our people. Like, why would they do that? They might not know that what they are dealing with is a uh, sapient being. And they might just think it is a, it is a something in the fungus kingdom, yeah. They could, but I'm I'm worried that maybe that they know something that they're not letting on, you know. Uh, so should we just ask them, or? I mean, if they've been lying to us up to this point, I don't reckon they're about to start telling the truth. Mm. Well, that is also true. They said the strongest place is in the cellar. So is yeah. that where the children would be? I mean, there's probably where there's the largest concentration of them. Yeah. Would that be the best place for you to talk to them again i can try that yeah yeah um yeah i I did crush the microphone but i might be able to still tune into the station and see if i get anything if i try to communicate with them down in the basement uh with the equipment that we do still have delson you hear something very strange as i said there is music playing on the site it's clear that it's very routine for these people because they've been working on this site for a long time and underneath Again, the classic rock station that they're playing. You hear a distorted voice saying, Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Uh, uh, No one else around you seems to react to this. I just, I I heard something. I I heard a voice. What is your instantaneous reaction to the voice? What is your impression of the voice? Do you immediately distrust it? Do you want to know what it's talking about? What What is the very first subconscious reaction? Shit, I need to wake up. I need you to roll a discipline check in that case. Flat on the dice. Um, you can swap for a plus one and you can do a re-roll. I, I will swap for uh, I'll try the re-roll first, I guess. Uh, that's a negative two, so I'll take a plus one. So that sets you at four. And I'll, I'll spend two mental strain, even though it kind of pains me. So that'll get me to six. Okay, this will be very, very interesting. Christian and Gerard. Yeah. Yes. Delson's gone. He's just, in the blink of an eye, he vanishes like he was never there. Gerard immediately pulls his assault rifle up and starts looking around. Where'd he go? Before you finish that motion, go ahead and both roll a horror check. Discipline or stability, whichever is stronger. Wow. My willpower is four, so that's a five. Uh, I'll, stick with, I'll stick with the five. You pass and stand to lose three sanity. I'm going to spend two to mitigate that. And how about Gerard? Uh, I rolled three negatives on my dice. Aye. Uh-oh. Yes, yeah, so that puts me at a zero. I'll bank the strain to soak the damage. You stand to lose six? Okay. Wow. Burn it. Yep. You do have... Acuity, so it would cost you three to completely avoid the sanity damage. Okay, I'll spend the three. You lost five or more, so I need you to roll a straight luck check for temporary insanity. Okay. Because this really messes you up. So I got two positives on the dice. You are not, I mean, you're freaked out, but you're not completely like taking leave of your faculties. Okay. However, I need both of you to tell me something that you are very afraid of. It doesn't have to be rational. It can be, you know, something from your childhood. It can be something that doesn't make sense. It's just anything that is has that association in your mind to you. Uh, Christian is uh, afraid of becoming his grandfather and becoming everything he is trying to fight. So he's, he's afraid of going evil is basically what he's doing. Gerard's 
biggest fear are anything that any creature that he can't hurt. So he remembers as a child, his older brother, he could never beat him. He could never defeat him, which is what drove him into the military. And then he had his incident in the military and the thing he saw, he could not hurt it. And that sent him off the deep end. Christian, with the unreasoning clarity of a nightmare, you are aware of the fact that you are no longer Christian. You are, in fact, personally your grandfather. But there is enough awareness lingering in your mind of Christian to be horrified and disgusted by this fact. Gerard, what was this creature that attacked during your military training that set you down this road into the unknown in the first place? What was it like? He originally thought it was another soldier that they were competing against in like a war game. Mm -hmm. But when he got up close to it, when it turned around, its eyes were hollow and it had long pointed teeth and it reached out and threw him across the room and he pulled out his knife and stabbed it as much as he could and it just laughed at him. And that just scared him and he just ran away because he didn't know what to do. Now that creature is in the tent with you. It has Harry Blake by the throat, crushing the bones in his neck. A dagger-toothed, perverted smile on its face. Its eyes are black, unreflecting pits. It's staring at you, making direct eye contact over the top of Harry's head as his neck crunches and contorts and his face turns black. Delson. Yes. You wake up. You are cold. That's the first impression. You're very cold. You're laying on a flat surface, and there is a vague sense of discomfort. Not pain altogether, but you realize that you're having trouble moving, and you look down as best you can at yourself and realize that you are laying naked on a surgical table. There are beings in the room with you shuffling about their appendages making that brushing swishing sound on the linoleum floor and you see that your body has been covered in fungus there are stents in your skin opening your epidermis to provide oxygen to the fungus that has been installed beneath your skin and upon your skeleton i need you to roll a horror check for the gruesome disjunctive violation of this and then tell me what you're going to do to try to get out of this situation you see next to you that christian and gerard are similarly arrayed on two other lab tables and do not seem to be moving based on my current deal i'm gonna draw from discipline uh, for this horror check okay uh that's a minus one which is awesome so in terms of scenes, does this count as the same scene? This is a new scene. Okay. Then I'm going to re-roll. Hey, that's a minus three. I'm going to take a plus one. Um, So that's a, a baseline of four, and I'm going to spend the last three mental strain that I have. Actually, I'm going to save that to soak damage. I'm going to take a four. You take 12 sanity damage. Yikes. So I can reduce that. By six. By six. And then I can't drop jump into the other pool no all right oofta um so you get full up don't you critically one, sanity two, wounded three four five six yep okay roll against temporary insanity it's a luck check at minus one all righty uh that's a flat that's zero uh i rolled a plus one on the dice so minus one is 
flat. Wow. Somehow you don't go temporarily insane. What do you do? You realize that at some point, probably when you don't recall falling asleep or waking up Christian, something has happened. And what you were experiencing before was not real while this was happening to you. Right. So I'm basically uh, incapacitated for all intents and purposes, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm well, strapped down on a... you're not... You are loosely, like, you've got something, like, around your waist so that you don't just fall off. Mm -hmm. But you're not, like, comprehensively strapped down. It's more like you were paralyzed chemically and you're coming out of it. Okay. And, like, the the spores and stuff that are being, like, fostered within me, they are not, like, overwhelming me yet. Like, I, no. I, I still have volition. In the center of your mind, you hear this entity murmuring to itself in myriad voices, but you still have your own thoughts that cut above that. Okay. And an urgency, a survival instinct. So I am going to activate my terrify skill. Um, okay. As I just, like, from the bed, get a sense of what's going on, uh, thrash, and then bellow, fuck off! So that's an intimidate check. Okay, let's see it versus discipline or stability. Do you want to take a memento mori and ignore wound penalties this uh, scene? Yeah, I note that I really you have would like a to pretty do nasty wound penalty there. Sure would. Okay, go ahead and roll your intimidate check. All right. That's flat on the dice. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be able to soak up any more strain, so I'm going to spend all three of my strain. So I have one spiritual strain left. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a six on this intimidate roll. Oh, man. Wow. Okay, so these entities, which you see, are the people from the cryogenic tubes. You didn't understand before, but they weren't actually dead. They've just been remade in the fungus. No need for human tissues. The fungus is what is sentient. The fungus is what animates now. Uh, it has restrung their muscles and it has no real need of internal organs. Mm -hmm. It is just a skeleton being animated by filaments of fungal microproteins. They all, though silently, they don't make sounds. They don't have lungs. They rush ungainly out of the room, toppling laboratory equipment obviously terrified in their body language back in the illusion gerard and christian the research team and the creature all sort of flicker in and out of existence like a poorly edited video with some kind of error in it there's artifacting you hear sounds and smell smells from your childhoods and from moments ago all at once it's incredibly disorienting, and I need you both to roll a discipline or stability check to see if you can also wake. Okay. Uh, that's a four. I'll spend one strain and make it a five. I rolled one on the dice. I have a three. Yeah, I'll just do that. I'll go to a seven. I've only got three mental strain left. Mm, I'll spend one more and take it up to a six. You both pass the check and take six sanity damage, which you can soak with the remaining strain, and then both of you need to roll a luck check against temporary insanity, but not at a penalty. It's a two. Nice. I got a two, but you got to put a negative in front of it. Until the end of next round, Gerard, 
unless someone does something to snap you out of it, you are delusionally convinced that this is not real and the illusion is real. And all you want is to get back in, is to fall back asleep so that you can go back to your mission where you're not being tortured by fungal marionettes and being surgically implanted and grafted with fungal tissue. And that is, that is your priority until someone helps you. Okay. Now I will need, well, you know what? You don't even need to roll initiative yet because for a long time, the entities are actually fleeing from Delsin. So what do you guys do? So like there's like stints and stuff in my, in all of our bodies, right? They're like, is there like equipment, I guess, to to like be torn out? Yes. That was my understanding. Yeah. Okay. So I immediately sort of like reach for the the stuff that is in my body and I start tearing out the equipment as I rush over to the uh the other beds and try to like shake Christian and Gerard. Okay. Uh this would be a first aid check at minus three to do it on yourself. All right. Uh, was that dexterity based on dexterity? Great, mm-hmm. <laughs> love bleeding. Yep, it's and great. hurting. Hey, that's a plus one, which means I get a zero. Okay, yeah, you tear some stuff out of yourself that probably shouldn't have been torn out of yourself, and take two points of damage that you can't soak. Yeah, that's fine. I expected that much. Yeah, uh, it could have been much worse, actually. Right. So I, I've torn that out of myself. I'm trying to, like, shake. Because they're sort of coming into consciousness right now, right? Cur- well, Christian mm-hmm. is. Gerard will as well, but it'll take longer. So I, I shake Christian awake, and as it looks like he's sort of coming to... I say, like, be, be careful trying to take the stuff out. It. I, I'm bleeding a lot. You, you could be too... Gerard, Gerard, I need you with me. Hello? Hello? This isn't real. Make a presence check. It's not, not real. Same scene. You don't have you don't have a wound penalty right this moment. It's not real. Hey, same scene, and I only have a two in presence, so it doesn't matter. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna spend my last spiritual strain because I need him with me. Like right. So that's a four. With that, you are able to get him to focus on reality again, Gerard. You are now aware of the situation and are possessed of your faculties again. The, the, what's, what? I don't understand. The the things from the tubes, they're alive and they could be coming back in here at any moment. I think they, they got us with spores and they paralyzed us. So we we have to be careful, but they're going to come back. What what are they coming back with? More spores. They want to turn us into them. I think, look at, look at your body. It's covered in, in shit. They, they. Would I be able to use either of my talents to help in this situation? Because I feel like Machinations of the Timeless will kind of give me a reset button. Or am I wrong? Uh, Yeah, this has been going on long enough that you might not get all of it. But actually, if you do go ahead and use Machinations of the Timeless, much of the damage will be undone on your body. I would like to do that. You got it. So... Yeah, you actually magically remove the stents and other stuff from your body. You still are hurt. Like, you still have Mm -hmm. some fungus on you and, like, incisions and things like that. Yes. Uh, But it looks like the uh, apparata were the last things to be added to you, and Mm -hmm. you rewind yourself past that physically. Okay. Are you addressing the implements that have been implanted in Gerard in any way? 
Yes, I would like to help free Gerard. Okay, someone needs to make a first aid check then. First aid is not something I have, but I do have dexterity. Well, there you go. <laughs> Please. That's that's the best thing I can use, right? I can't investigate these wounds, right? Right. Okay, so that is a two on the dice. I'm going to get that number tattooed on my head, I think. <laughs> so that I'm, I'm sitting at a five. Gerard, you take one point of damage physically that you can't do anything about, but it was less painful uh, than than for poor Delson. Gerard, what? Come on, what? we have to go. Okay, I have I have one job. Delson, I have one job to keep you alive, and Delson. Yeah. I I still don't know what's what's real and what's not real, but either way, I'm gonna well, keep you alive. I thank thank you. Yeah. Just just try to stick with it. Yeah, let's run and we'll figure out what's real and what's not. All the equipment that you had on you, you don't have. But if your memories of the facility are correct, you know where the armory is at the barracks. Gerard's looking around the immediate room. Is there any kind of scalpel, surgical tool? Certainly, yeah, there are are scalpels. There's plenty of those. In terms of something more substantial than that, I don't think so. Anything he could use as a weapon. That's what he's looking for. Scalpel's probably your best bet. I'm probably going to grab one, too, if there's multiples, just yeah. until we get uh, projectile weapons. Yeah. There's several of them sitting in a tray of, like, disinfectant fluid, and you note with a shudder that, like, some of your blood, you're not sure who's among the three of you or all, is hanging stringily in the gel. Ugh. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Uh, wait, uh, wait. I also grab one, to be clear. Mm-hmm. What did they look like? The people. Yes. From the cylinders. Just yeah. like mushroom people, fungus, colossi, shambling things. They look like people, but if instead of flesh, it, it, it was fungus. You'll know them when you see them. Okay. I would like all three of you, if you're trying to make your way to the armory, to give me an athletics check with speed. To see how quickly you can go if you're just hurrying. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to use my reroll. And actually, athletics, you can always spend as much strain as you need to get up to a six if you want. Because that's running at maximum speed is getting a six result. Okay. Because of the way the initiative costs work. Gotcha. Well, I got a zero. Okay. So I'm going to burn all of my... Athletics to put that to a five. Okay, so you're going pretty damn fast. Yeah, and and, and I'm feeling the best, so I feel like that makes sense. <laughs> I got a four total. Slightly less fast, but still fast. All right, so my my base, I rolled a, a negative one, which brings me down to a one. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna spend uh, three of my physical strain just to try to keep pace with Gerard at least. So you also end up at a four. Yeah. All right. In that case, Christian, you're the one who's in the lead. When mm-hmm. the creatures turn, gain their senses from Delson's attack, and begin to rush back down the hall toward the lab, so you are the first one that they see. I do need both Gerard and Christian to make an additional horror check, because you hadn't seen these monsters moving around yet. Okay. Oh, I got a three total. Okay, you stand to lose three sanity from that. I got a one on the dice, which puts me at a yeah five. Yeah, so you also stand to lose three. You both pass. Yeah, I'll burn two and take one. Okay. These things are clattering down the hallway like unnatural, angry puppets 
more or less the bones knocking against each other because they don't have the normal connective tissues and sinews and skin and things like that to mute the sound just a fungal slime over the top and i need you all to roll initiative because they are rushing down on you hey all right i'm back to two plus uh okay so i'm at a 10 Wow. Yowza. I'm at an eight. I'm at an eight as well. All right, Christian, you are up first. Okay, I would like to do some sort of wonky Impossible Geometries Assassin's Creed type thing and basically try to, at the very least, hamper these uh, monsters from getting my friends. Basically, I'm thinking, you know, becoming a blur and kind of just slash come out, slash come out, slash come out to try to dissemble them in some way. So at the very least, the two of them can keep running. And then when I pop back into existence. So what you're doing is you're using your stealth skill with dexterity and the plus two that you gain from impossible geometries to do a tactics check wherein you're trying to impose a condition on the creature or multiple creatures, depending where it is hard for them to approach people who are not you. Like you're sort of blurring around and getting in their way. It depends on how confident you are in your ability to succeed. To impose a minus one, minus two, or minus three condition, you would need to beat them by one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. However, bear in mind your tactics bonus affects that. It doesn't make your, your check better, but like how much you need to beat them by goes down by your tactics bonus. And then if you want additional targets, each one beyond the first makes it three more difficulty. So you have to do really well to do multiple of them in this way. Let me go ahead and roll and see how many of them are bunched up. Like, you know, how many are in the leading edge of them mm-hmm. coming back? because they probably didn't get out at the exact same time. Okay, there are three of them that are like right in your face and the other two are quite a bit further down the hall. And this would be against their athletics with a dexterity as well. Okay, so this is my old standby, number two, um, plus my dexterity, which is three, is a five. I would like to burn as much nonsense to add to it as I can. Well, you've got a seven then with your bonus from the ability. Perfect. And you can spend, let's see, what's your stealth? One. You can spend up to two physical strain if you want. Yeah, do that. So getting a nine? Yes. Uh, Yes. Okay. And how many of these were you trying to affect? If the three are on the leading edge, I'd like to affect the three. They all have a minus one. Okay. To anything that they try to do to someone who isn't you. Okay. Uh, That costs you three initiative. You can choose. You two are the ones who go next, Delson and Gerard. So you choose which order you go in. Gerard, I think you're more capable. Yep, that's what I was going to suggest. Okay, Gerard looks at Delson and says, All right, when it, when they come in, I'm going to make a movement to my left up high. I need you to kick low at the same time and try to take out its knee. Yeah, I can These do that. Thing, they don't look stable. If we can get them on the ground, I think we can have an advantage. You got it. You're going to spend two initiative and either two mental strain and or two of your temporary combat strain pool. Uh, Because you start with 15 bonus combat strain for the adventure. So, like, you've got an abundance of strain for fighting. Yep, I'm going to take them out of the bonus strain. Okay, so Delson, on your next combat check, provided it is on point with what he said, you get a plus two. Uh, So following through on that order gives me a plus two? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So if you do try to kick it out, try to knock it down, you'll be at a plus two. Perfect. Delson, it is your turn. Do you want to go ahead and basically spend some initiative to bank for interrupt initiative so that when it gets there, you can instantly do that? Yeah, I'm going to bank initiative and I'll do that then. Okay, so I assume you want to spend four to get two interrupt initiative so you can make an attack. Yep, sounds perfect. Actually, uh, shit, sorry. You would spend six to get three okay. because that's how much it costs to do a tactic. Yes, yeah. I just need to be able to interrupt it and... Uh, okay. Sweep the leg. I'm going to see who's going for whom here. Oh, that works out. One's going for each of you. So the first of them is charging up and trying to just reach out with its fingers and swipe and slice at Christian. So what is your defense going to be? Uh, Are you going to use evasion? Are you going to use parry? I assume your evade is better. Yeah, my evade for, is better. I would you. like to use I would like to use evade. So your evade is just a passive value that it's rolling against. However, with your dodge skill, you can produce an active roll and or spend physical strain to boost as you would with any check. Also, if you want to spend one initiative, you can just get a plus 1 for that as well. Yeah, I'll use the dodge skill then. Okay. It is one, so that is not worse than zero. Okay, so you've got a plus one to your dodge. So you can spend up to three physical strain to boost it, and you can also spend one initiative to boost it by one if you feel like it. I'll spend one and one. One initiative and one physical strain. It scrabbles at your face with its hands, but you keep taking little steps back so that it slightly overextends itself each time and manage to avoid taking any damage. At this point, Delsin... One of them rushes in to attack you, but before it can do the attack, while Gerard is making to go high, you can go ahead and try to sweep out its legs from under it with a tactics attack, which you would use your interrupt initiative on, and it would be a melee attack based unarmed check. Perfect. Fuck me sideways. Well, I'm untrained. Yeah, so you can spend up to one physical. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm going to do that. Note that you have a plus two for the tactics. Yeah, that doesn't help me a lot. Uh, that's a two total. I, I rolled a minus three on the dice. Oof, duh. Two total with the spending of one? Yep. I have a okay. two melee uh, attack. Do you want to spend a physical strain to break the tie? Oh, God, yes. It also got a two. It didn't roll particularly well either. You, in fact, do just sort of, in a maybe slightly ungainly way, just kind of, like, stomp your foot forward right into this thing's knee, which cracks, and it falls down, like, just splat on the ground. Cannot move or use full defense until they spend two initiative to get up, but that action prompts opportunity, meaning that it's going to have minus two to defend itself until the end of its next action when it does that. And it also has minus two defense against melee attacks until it gets up. So it's just not in a good situation. Great. Perfect. But Gerard, before you can celebrate the uh, advice you gave going over a while, one of them's in your face, snarling, or sort of actually rattling its teeth together in a disquieting way and trying to grab onto you. Okay. What defense do you want to use? Can I use evade? And then does my dodge skill work into that? Yeah. Okay. So I got a two on the die, so that's a five. I'll put one combat strain into that, make it a six. Uh, You easily avoid the attack as it comes. Okay. Another one from down the hall is catching up. However, it is now Christian's turn once again. Okay, so I would like to 
Am I beyond them, or are we in, like, our scrum right now? More of the second one. Then I would like to make another attack. I'm assuming I can't do the same thing I just did and kind of a... You technically could, or you could to another one. Yeah, there's four of them right here now and one further away, It's but it's up to you. I'm going to do that again. I'm going to become a... The Keep running interference. Der- yeah, whirling dervish of interference and blood. All right, so go ahead and make a stealth check at plus two. So I got a two on the dice. Plus two is four. And I will burn one to boost it to five. Oof. I'm so sorry. Unfortunately, he rolled plus three on the dice and is un- unaffected. Gerard, it's your turn. I'm going to jam that scalpel into the side of the thing's head. Go ahead and roll a melee attack. God, it's at minus two. Okay, so I rolled a plus one on the die. So that puts me at a four. So take it up to a... Seven. Seven. Okay, that is six degrees of success. A scalpel is a two slash two weapon, so that is eight slash two, but you're also going to roll 1d3 for your toughness, because you're pretty strong, so you do a little extra damage with melee. Uh, one. So that is nine slash two damage. Like, you actually punch the scalpel into the side of its skull so hard that you cave in a large section of it. And the extent of your predicament becomes clear very, very immediately. There's no brain. The skull is mostly hollow. The intelligence of this creature seems to be distributed over its entire body. Uh, There isn't a weak spot, so to speak. Great. We have to destroy everything. Probably connects in your mind to get to the armory and use the stuff in there. So now a lot of very bad things are happening. The one on the ground that you just stabbed, Gerard, is going to try to rake at you with its... It looks like the finger bones have been partially digested down into razor-sharp points. Are you evading? Yep. To make that a plus one, so it's a four. Okay, you very easily avoid that as well. Another one is piling on, is is almost clambering over the body of its fallen uh, counterpart to get at you. Uh, I'll spend one. Take it up to a four. It also misses you. You are very, very dodgy. You're doing a good job of keeping out of their reach. It's it's, uh, basically you're flashing back on some of your combat training and like these things are very freaky, but ultimately they are human skeletons trying to use unarmed attacks on you and you're falling back on boxing. Like, you are just understanding how far they can reach and just being slightly further away. Delson, one of them's going for you now. I have a pair, or an evade value of three. I'll spend an initiative to take it to four. That's a tie. I'll spend a strain to break the tie. All right, you barely, barely sort of almost accidentally stumble out of the arc. You hear the whistle through the air of these razor-sharp bone tips. Oof. Another one makes its way closer, and it's Gerard's turn. You realize you're not going to kill these things with scalpels. You need to destroy them completely. What do you do? Uh, Gerard just yells out loud, get to the armory. We can't defeat these without destroying the whole bodies. Get to the armory, I'll hold them off. And then he's going to throw himself at them and try to clear a path for the other two. Ooh, I like it. So what I'm going to say is that is a speed-based athletics check. Okay. And you're just, yeah, you're kind of doing what Christian did, except without the benefit of supernatural powers and just putting yourself in harm's way. Okay. Plus one on the die roll. 
My dexterity is a three, so that's a four. And I have three in athletics. I'll spend three more combat strain to take that up to a seven. Okay. You're a pretty juicy target. And as such, two of them are attempting to sort of... It's very eerie. It's like they watched what you did. They're doing the over-under thing on you. You do recognize it, however, so you're going to make a normal defense against each attack in turn. Okay. So what's your evade value for the two attacks coming in? It's a three. I'll make it a four. Okay. Uh, You expertly sort of wheel around the side of one and then hop the other as it tries to go for your legs. They waste their action on you again as you continue your streak of not getting hit. Christian, it's your turn. Uh, When I hear him say, get to the armory, I'm going to say, it's the armory. Uh, Can I use impossible geometries to just like speed my way there? through like the ground and stuff and just be there can't phase through solid matter but you can certainly like take a direct path through the enemy in a way that you would not be able to safely do otherwise so go ahead and make me a speed-based athletics check just to like cover ground shit that's a three on the dice so that's at a five and i'll spend one to boost it to a six you are hauling ass Gerard and Delson, you see Christian kind of flickers and gets gray and your eye loses track of him as like he sort of follows a non-straight line pattern. His footsteps don't match his speed and it's very like headache inducing to look at, but he is suddenly getting quite far down the hallway towards the armory. And now, oh boy, all five of them are now converging on the two of you, but you both have one turn before they reach you and are they in the way of the armory yes okay that what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna trigger my terrify again in the same way try to buy yourself some more time yeah because this is a lot of angry sharp yes gross skeletons so that's intimidation is this is now a different scene right so i have the wound penalties yes being critically wounded, what does that mean in terms of penalties? Minus three. Cool. Uh, Although, if you wanted to uh, wait for a second, if you wanted to like look the devil in the eye and let them have one chance to attack before you do your terrify, you could do a grit check to ignore wound penalties temporarily. Okay, I'm going to do that, I think. Okay, so that's two initiative. So that one is going to be willpower with stability for you. And as I do this... I, I give a look to uh, Gerard and I say, I'm about to make an opening. Please use it. Uh, That's a four. That means you're going to ignore one of your penalties. You're going to only to minus two for the terrify roll. All right, better than nothing. Now an unholy just wave of skeletons is descending on Gerard, who has made himself the more tempting and available target. Go ahead and tell me what your defense is going to be for each of the five attacks that are coming at you. They are all rushing you in a mob. All right, and... Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to do one per, so that'll be a four per. Oh my god! None of them hit you. Five of these creatures rush in on you in a mob... And while still maintaining your position, sort of defensively guarding over Delsin, you manage to, between grabbing limbs and, like, sort of jujitsu redirecting them, pushing them off balance, 
skipping back, ducking and weaving in a combination of various combat disciplines, you manage somehow, though you are exhausted by the end of it, to not take any damage, to not be touched by their weaponized limbs. Good sweet Jesus. It's actually your turn before Delson's thing goes off. Gerard wants to wait until Delson does what he does because he said he's going to create a hole so he can get through. Is your intention to move then? Yeah, as soon as he does what he's going to do. Okay, so go ahead and spend four initiative. So you'll be at a minus three to your initiative next round, your initiative check, but you'll have two points of interrupt initiative so you can make a quick move action out of turn. Okay. Delson, your time has come. All right, I'm I'm going to use that terrify. Only at a minus two, so let's see how this goes. Not great. Uh, that's a zero. I, I a rolled zero. a minus zero. one on the dice. So my Ooh. charisma's three... Add that additional minus two when I met Zilch. Well, let's see if any of them... As dangerous as it is to have two Memento Mori coming at you at the same time, I really think you should probably replace your die roll with a plus three. I think that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I've accepted the probability that Delson doesn't make it out of this alive, so the the best that they can do is... uh. Make it safe for everyone else. Not guaranteed, but that's my working assumption, so I'll right. take that. What does that make it? Uh, if I take it a plus three, that's a six. Is that with the minus two? No, four. Okay, that's two degrees of success over all of them. Oh my god, and I just rolled the temporary insanity. I rolled a minus three. You didn't even need the uh, penalty to it for them. Ooh, uh, so they, nice. They're at the max. That's three rounds of terrify some of them run down the hall the opposite way some of them fall on the floor almost prostrating themselves before you and there's an opening you guys should both go yeah let's book it christian you make it to the armory what do you do immediately upon getting there as you hear your comrades start to run quickly down the hall i start getting uh, weapons and grenades if there's grenades i want grenades but if not i'll just take whatever sort of uh, ammunition hopefully shotgun but i'm happy yeah. with anything uh, at this point you're able to sort through the grenades are more like flashbang and concussion grenades okay. you're not sure how useful that would be but there is some plastic explosive okay does anyone have demolitions I do. Ooh. Okay, so if you get that out, maybe he'll be able to set it up so that it can be well, detonated properly. That's, that's basically what I'm saying. I, I think that... Uh, and yeah, there Christian's are shotguns gonna, as well. Christian's is... going to rush down there and be like, my God! And when he opens the, the locker, he's basically just going to be assembling things so when his friends do come, he can just hand them off. Okay, so that's going to make essentially like the DVs for these checks a little bit less bad because... What's going on here is, like, you have probably noticeably less than a minute to get ready with this stuff before they're on you again. So okay. uh, you do make that easier for them. Delson, Gerard, you make it into the armory. You see the shotgun stuff and the explosive stuff arrayed out, ready to go. Uh, what do you do? Um, I, w I would like to take a shotgun. Okay. Yep. I'm just going to... Make everything ready, and then and then grab a, a shotgun, and I'm I'm ready to go when they get to me. Uh, I'm gonna follow whatever directions Gerard gives as sort of the security expert. As soon as Gerard walks in, he's grabbing shotguns. We're at close quarters. These will do the maximum damage. Grenades, explosives. Yeah, yeah. What do we got. Yeah. 
I found this. I think this is a uh, plastic. Good. I can make a quick satchel charge out of this, but we're going to have to get out of the building because otherwise we could bring it down on ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. So you all arm yourselves with shotguns. I need you, Gerard, to make a demolitions check with dexterity to see both how quickly and how safely you construct this thing. You set it up. Okay. All right, not bad. A wash on the dice. So that's a three. And I've got rank two, so I can spend up to three strain. I'll spend those three strain and take that up to a six. Now, what you're going to need to do is all three of you make a speed-based athletics check to try to get to the entrance before these creatures come to their senses while they're still scattered so that you don't get trapped in the hallway with them or in the armory with them. Okay. Delson, I am sorry to inform you that your die roll is a minus one and you may not use strain. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's the two memento mori. Did I, uh, did I already use my reroll on athletics this scene? I think I did, yeah. Oh, shit, I, I don't remember. So. I, this I'm is gonna... a new scene. After you've been oh, in the okay. armory is a new scene. Okay, well then. Um, okay, so what, <laughs> what I'm going to say is like, yeah, it's a minus one. You take minus one or what you roll. Uh, so it's minus one or what I roll. So I rolled a zero. Okay, so you'll take the zero, and you can't use strain on this check. All right, so that's two. I rolled a minus one on the die, but I have athletics three, so I'm going to re-roll it. That's better. So I have four total. Can I use impossible geometries to boost this at all? Actually, yes. You don't even need to make this check if you use impossible geometries. Okay. Like, then even, I, then even if they catch up to you, you can slide out. Right, then I would I would just do By that. By phasing and then, through them, essentially. Yeah. So the three of you are running as hard as you can towards the exit. Delson, you are exhausted. Your lungs are burning. Your pulse is thundering in your ears. Your vision's going a little bit gray and starry. And it's like you have the sufficient willpower to push yourself. That's not the issue. Your body is literally incapable of making more ATP right now. Uh, And you find yourself slowing to a lurching walk. And the other two of you... Gerard and Christian, as you break out the front and turn to defend yourselves at the choke point, you note that Delson has fallen behind as five of these unearthly creatures descend upon him. Though it is mostly a formality at this point, what can you set your defense at for five attacks? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can spend... Uh... I have to spend on each of those attacks, right? You can spend an initiative on each of them if you don't plan on ever going again to get a plus one on each, and then it's just one for one on physical strain. So, I mean, I'll take that first attack at a three and then the rest of them at a two, because that's what I can spend. Amazingly, the first three of them miss you. It almost feels more like luck to you than skill, because you're barely even aware of what's going on. You're dazed and exhausted and your whole body hurts where it isn't numb and numb where it isn't painful and you briefly entertain the idea that these things just can't touch you that somehow you are protected and somehow everything is going to be okay but that is before the first one slices into your shoulder six slash two physical damage all right well uh, i gotta tell you that's it. That's it? That takes me one over. Before you roll your check, you're also going to take five slash two from the final one in this first rush. All right, so that's 
Six over. Go ahead and roll me a flat vitality check. Plus one, so a three. Gerard and Christian, you see them just descend on Delson and pull him down and start cutting into him like a pack of wolves taking down an elk and piling on. There is arterial spray. Ugh. You can't be sure without going in and, and checking him, but like you're certain that if he isn't dead, he will be dead in moments if something isn't done immediately, but you don't know how you're going to get those things off of him without also further damaging him. What the hell do you do? I think Christian just stands there kind of materializing with, with the gun in his hand, like shaking and just can't think to do anything because he knows he can't help him with his own powers. And he knows that shooting into them is just going to hurt Delson just as much as it's going to hurt the creatures. So he's just like frozen and he hopes that Gerard is still has the presence of mind to do the right thing. Gerard? Gerard looks over at Christian then turns and looks back at Delson. Salutes, reaches down and grabs a satchel charge and tosses it right next to Delson, then shuts the door and looks at Christian and said, there's nothing we could do to save our brother. Then he holds up the trigger, waiting for them to walk away so he can push the button and explode the satchel charge. I need you to roll a discipline check against the despair of needing to kill one of your teammates. Got a plus two on the dice. So that's a five. So you lose four sanity and four humanity, which would matter if we were doing a longer term campaign. Like this is going to scar you for a while. Okay. The reverberation of the charge pushes out through the ground. You stand clear of the door, which blows outward in a mangled mess and actually spins, cutting a furrow through the ground like a buzzsaw until it sticks itself in a hillside. Smoke and char are drifting through the air out of the door and all is still. Uh, The two of you are naked and torn to shit, standing in the woods in central Indiana. What do you do? I think we need to get back to the van. I think the situation is above our abilities. This is true. So the two of you make your way back to your vehicle. Do what first aid you can with the supplies that you have. You probably mega dose on antifungal medication that you have in the pretty comprehensive first aid supplies that you bring on missions and change into hopefully some comfortable clothes because you have a lot of wounds on your bodies bandaged though they are and make contact you've done what can be done the facility is a loss and heavier hardware to completely wipe this place from the face of the earth is what you recommend and that you're headed home i think the ride home is very quiet i agree we both just stare out the window and watch the road you try listening to music here and there try to make conversation here and there but all you can hear is delson's screams as the things pull them down epilogue it could be hours later Weeks, years, days, there's no way to tell. But, Delson, you become aware again. You think thoughts. You remember memories. And at some point, sensation, though muted, also returns. And you eventually are given the sense to understand your surroundings. And also to understand yourself having been meticulously woven 
back together a roughly humanoid skeletal shape comprised of pulverized bone shards and microfilaments of sentient fungus. There's no pain. Pain is not something that you are built to feel any longer. You walk. It takes some time to relearn how that works, but you shuffle out of the bombed-out facility into the light, into the woods. The sun dries the slime on your outer surface, and you find that you prefer to stay to the shadows and to damp places. And sometime later, you you simply subsist on water and sometimes the minerals from the ground, and you don't know how long it is before you find that you are not alone. Hello, Delson. A voice sounds seemingly more in your mind than your senses. Uh, Hello? I'm so sorry that things proceeded in the way that they did. Sorry? I warned you. I tried. Not to listen. To stay away. This is a bad place. As you now know too late. Oh. I remembered. But it was too late. It was already too late. You and your friends were successful in neutralizing much of the problem. The Weiss estate is still very dangerous. I fear it may always be so. But this place now is quiet. (sighs) Except for you. I can offer you two choices. Neither are probably what you would like. I cannot allow the danger presented by you remaining here. Would you like to be taken to a place where you cannot hurt anyone? Or would you like simply to cease? This is what I can offer you. I spent too long hurting people. I did a lot of damage. So maybe... Maybe I deserve this, but I'm not ready to let go. I can't. I can't stop being. Not. not like Brent. falling down a hill. No, take me where I can't hurt anyone. I'm not ready to go yet. Suddenly, in this hollow, underneath a ridge in a ravine where you squat, Damply and darkly, next to you is seated what appears to be a tall and elegant-looking woman. She appears Native American. She's wearing a wispy and somewhat indefinable in shape dress or garment with a long train made entirely of black avian feathers. She puts her hand on your shoulder and says, The not-human part of you will be going home. Unlike most, I believe that you will be capable of contextualizing and making some sense of the place that you are going. I only hope that somehow you find a way to be at peace. It may seem impossible, but I know that it is not. I remember. Are you ready? Almost. I just want you to know that I'm sorry. I tried to listen. 
I tried really hard, but I couldn't remember. She puts her arm around your shoulder blades, your spine. You did very, very well. You have nothing to be ashamed of. Okay. You said I'm going to go home? In a way. Okay. I'm ready to go home. She closes her eyes, and you find the inexorable pull to do the same. You have no eyes, but the equivalent. And when you open them again, you are in a place, a dark and incomprehensible place that you have all the time in the world to make sense of it for there is no time as the fragment of a truly foreign entity that has merged with Delsin is sent back into the outer dark thank you so much for joining us on this journey into the unknown Don't forget to check out the Orpheus Protocol on Kickstarter. And if you'd like more than a hundred more episodes of actual play Orpheus content, please visit OrpheusProtocol.com or search for the Orpheus Protocol on your podcatcher of choice.